Good morning, everybody. You're tuning in to the news at Morning Mixtape. It is Monday, May 15th, and I'm your host, Vanessa Tiberio, reporting for CJRU 1280 AM in Toronto. Here are our top stories from today. First up, Cyclone Mocha makes landfall in Myanmar, killing at least three people. Then, Canada explores the possibility of releasing a digital loony. And finally, Toronto will see a new area code in 2025, and what this means for residents. And then, we will hear from Samina with book recommendations for this week's episode of Turn the Page. So let's get into this morning's news. Cyclone Mocha made landfall in Myanmar's Rakhine state on Sunday afternoon, bringing heavy rain and wind speeds up to 200 kilometers per hour. The powerful storm slammed into the coast of Myanmar and Bangladesh, killing at least three people. The high winds collapsed cell phone towers and trees, cutting off communication in the area. According to the Associated Press, streets flooded, trapping people in low-lying areas. Over 4,000 residents in the affected area were evacuated to other cities. Locals are seeking shelter in sturdy buildings such as monasteries, pagodas, and schools in the highlands. The United Nations Development Program representative tweeted that 2 million people are at risk and are expecting extensive damage and loss. According to the Associated Press, Myanmar's military government is preparing to send food, medicine, and medical personnel to the area the storm hit. Landslides and fallen trees are the causes of the three deaths. Bangladesh evacuated over 1 million residents to prepare for the storm that was predicted to head their way next. The level of risk has now been downgraded in Bangladesh as the storm heads east instead. One area of major concern before the storm was Cox's Bazaar in Bangladesh, a refugee camp home to nearly one million people. According to Al Jazeera, the central thrust of the cyclone missed the refugee camp, sparing those living in the area. According to the Associated Press, cyclones are worsening due to climate change. Cyclones are now stronger as they can intensify quicker and retain energy for many days. According to Al Jazeera, Damage assessments in Myanmar and surrounding regions is underway, but it will take days and weeks to understand the full extent of Mocha's impact. For our next story of this morning, the Bank of Canada is researching the possibility of introducing a new digital currency and asking Canadians for their input. The Senior Deputy Governor of Canada's Central Bank, Carolyn Rogers, is launching public consultations about the potential of introducing a digital Canadian dollar. Rogers says the Bank of Canada has been researching the digital dollar for some time now and is interested in hearing more about what Canadians want. The central bank released the public consultation online last week, and it is available until June 19th. The central bank explains the digital Canadian dollar is a version of cash that would have the same dollar value. They say it will be accessible to everyone and it won't replace cash. The bank says they would continue to supply banknotes for as long as Canadians want them. The digital currency can be used to buy everyday things, similar to cash or bank cards. The bank says some perks include using it for in-person or online purchases. 
They also say Canadians could possibly use it when the internet isn't available. The bank is exploring digital currency as they say there could be a future where physical banknotes are not common in everyday banking. They say some Canadians could be excluded from this future economy. The digital dollar is unlike cryptocurrencies that fluctuate in value. Instead, the Bank of Canada says it will always retain the same value as the Canadian dollar. The digital dollar doesn't currently exist and there is no plan to implement it just yet. The central bank also says they don't see a need for it right now. However, the Bank of Canada is getting ready in case the government asks them to issue a digital Canadian dollar. They say if the trend toward using digital payments continues, there might be a time when the digital dollar is needed. China and India are two countries already testing digital currencies in their economies. According to Reuters, Japan, Brazil, and Australia have also taken steps toward launching a digital token. For our final story this morning, Toronto residents will begin seeing a new area code in a couple of years. Canada's Telecommunications Commission approved Toronto's fourth area code this weekend. The new area code will be 942 and is expected to take effect in April 2025. This code will join Toronto's current area codes of 416, 647, and 437. The CRTC says this is exactly one year before the Commission projects current Toronto area codes will run out. According to CTV News, the last time the city saw a new area code was in 2011, when the CRTC introduced the 437 code. The new code will come later than expected, as the CRTC initially projected all area codes to run out in early 2024. The Commission also approved of British Columbia's new area code, 257, expected to arrive in May of 2025. This will be the Western Province's sixth area code. Well, that was all from me today. And now I'll leave you with Samina with this week's book recommendations for Turn the Page. Take it away, Samina. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week, I'm going to make a book recommendation, and I hope it gets you turning the pages. May is Asian Heritage Month, and 2023 is the 21st anniversary since the Government of Canada declared it as such. It is a time to reflect on and recognize the many contributions that people of Asian origin have made and continue to make to Canada. One of the best ways to do this is to read about the stories by people of Asian descent. In the last few years, there have been a rise in anti-Asian discrimination, leading to attacks on Asian communities. Hate has no place anywhere. Betty O is a Canadian boy of Japanese-Korean descent. He just turned 12 years old, and he is in no mood to celebrate. He just lost his father. His mother, descending further into grief, has become a hoarder to fill the void. Benny isn't sure how to cope with the grief, but one day he starts hearing things. Objects start speaking to him. The title of the book is The Book of Form and Emptiness. The author is Ruth Ozeki. In addition to being an author, Ruth is a filmmaker, a Zen Buddhist priest, and teaches writing. You really get a sense of her love of language reading her words. Benny is one narrator, the other narrator is the book itself. Benny unfortunately tells people at school about hearing objects, for example, coffee cups, talking to him, 
and after ridicule, he is placed in a psychiatric ward. There he meets a girl who gives him a secret message and leads him to the library, where he finds a book and, reading her words, takes him on a journey. Have you ever asked yourself, if a book could talk, what would it say? Benny is about to find out. I'm going to warn you. This book will take you a long time to read. It takes place over two years. It touches on themes of grief, loss, mental health, consumerism, the magic of books, and interdependence. I can assure you it's worth reading until the end. Last year, it was a women's prize for fiction. I hope you enjoy it. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library and don't forget to check Overdrive for a digital copy. You could also check your local independent bookstore. If you enjoyed this book and want to share your thoughts or make a recommendation, please find us on Instagram at CGRU News. Thank you for listening. Happy reading. Thank you so much, Samina. It's a sunny morning in Toronto today with a daily high of 23 and a low of 7. And that was all from this morning's newscast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I will be back again next Monday with some more news at Morning Mixtape. But until then, tune in tomorrow for more. For CGRU 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm Vanessa Tiberio. Thanks for listening.